BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or geck legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. You'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue, hopefully, doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Gek legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello. Hey, what's up, Lyle? How's it going? Is this Will? This is Will. What is happening in the in the universe, Will? Man, there's so many things happening. So many things happening, and I have a big dilemma, which is... Uh, do I talk to you about the life I had or the one I have now? Uh, well, I mean, why don't you tell me a little bit about both, if you if you want, of course. Yeah, um, for sure. So, uh, let's see. Um, I guess the most interesting part of my past is when I literally ran away with the circus. How old were you when that so, happened? I was 19. And uh, just to preface this really quick, um, what happened was my dad had died a few years earlier. This is back in 98, 99. And um, my mom had remarried some guy really quickly you know like some blast from the past and i was 19 years old still living at home um my little brother and just started butting heads with the new husband and they just wanted me gone and um, i was between jobs and i was opening up the classifieds one day you know the old the old way which we used to with actual newspapers and uh I want to say there was a good quarter-page ad for the Ringling Brothers in Barnum and Bailey Circus. And I was like, what the hell is this? 
and it had all kinds of jobs, you know, like animal handlers, um, you know, veterinarians, you know, uh, just on and on and on. But, uh, you know, and, and uh, my mom and her new husband walked in and I was like, guys, what the hell is this? You have to look at this. And, you know, we had like a laugh for like 10 seconds, right? But then they were like, well, maybe you should do it. And I was like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know, like, are you insane? And I mean, more or less, I'll just give you the quick version. I mean, they just wanted me gone, like I said. And um, I very shortly, you know, for lack of other options and what to do, you know, in life, even um, just went down there to see what was going on. And I got hired right away. And within a couple of days, I was gone and on the road. So, um, yeah, I, I linked up with the legit Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus for uh, about a year. Actually, I think it was a year to the date I was with them. Mm. And uh, yeah. what was that time like for you? Um, it started off very... Um, just like, wow, man, I'm doing something really wild. This is something, you know, once in a lifetime, maybe not even that, you know, chance, you know, to actually do something crazy like this. But I saw it as just a way to, to travel a lot, you know, and, and to see different things. But um, so it started off very much, you know, like, oh, this is a new adventure, um, you know, meeting crazy people, doing crazy things. But, you know, um, as time went by, you know, being completely isolated, living on a train, working 80 hours, hard labor, you know, every, almost every day, you know, it just really got to me. So, you know, I want to say close within, you know, a month or two before I actually left, I was in a really bad state of depression. And, um, you know, it's very hard to sleep on a train, you know, even when it's at a standstill because things are always bumping the damn train, you know, and all the train cars are going boom, 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 you know, and moving around all the time. It's it's very hard to sleep. So, you know, it was it was it was hard. It was really, really hard. You know, I'm, I'm glad I did it, but it was, you know, it was not fun. And how long did you say total you were doing that for? One year to the date. One year. And uh, what did you do when you got out? And you were about how old then as well? Mm, I was 21 when I got out. Mm, okay. Um, what did you do? Yeah. So I was well asking myself, I'm like, well, how do I translate like these like skills, which was basically setting up a whole production, you know, um, running props, running cables, rigging, you know, setting up the trussing. And like, well, how, how does this, how does this apply to my next thing? You know, and like, I, I don't know how this is going to work out, but it did. And I actually got a job um, since I lo live in SoCal. Um, I got a job with a lighting company that does stage lighting and uh, mostly in the music industry. So, um, yeah, after I left that, I basically became a roadie 
and I traveled with a bunch of bands and did a lot of cool stuff for, I want to say, another three years after that. Hmm. And so you say that um, there's, a, there's a strong dichotomy between your life then and your life now because you you came in here asking which one you should tell me about. What do you think are those big differences? Um, well, I'm like, honestly, I'm definitely back in like a depressive state um, just because of the way things have gone. Um, you know, I, uh, I like had these incredibly adventurous jobs when I was young in my twenties, you know, and then, you know, got married and then was trying to figure out, okay, well, what do I do with the rest of my life now? Because she was not loving this whole like road life thing. Um, so I did like what I was supposed to do. Like I went to college, got a bunch of boring office jobs, you know, um, and completely forsake like you know my god-given talents and just did you know what we're told to do is you know adults it's just like you know go for money you know and just try and live the you know american dream and all that so long story short you know it uh i had a divorce a couple years back and lost everything you know that i had worked you know 20 years for you know the home you know and then uh everything else so i am back kind of like square one you know and it's a weird place to be at 44. it's a really weird place and especially in the year 2023 <laughs> you know it's like things have changed a lot so um, that's where i'm at right now so how, when when did you say this divorce was uh 2021 2021 and uh in the yeah. past two years have you been out there trying to date anyone or do anything like that yeah actually that's kind of where my therapy needs <laughs> is right now um i yes i definitely dated uh, a string of women um got back out there and just quickly learned you know like the whole games people play these days and like the lifestyles that people live these days. And I just feel okay. like a relic of the past. I feel like, a, yeah. Get, go into that for me real quick. The games that people play and the lifestyles. What do you tell me? Cause I assume what you mean is you're on the dating apps and you're seeing some stuff that makes you feel like, um, I mean, people have been calling into this show talking about polyamory and, uh, you know, f fucking mm. dogs and, sex dungeons and all sorts of things where I'm like, yeah, I, I could see uh, if I were you, you know, getting back out there, being um, feeling like you were a relic of the past. But from your perspective, what, what have you seen that has made you feel that way? Um, like, the first thing on top of my head is just the shallowness of people these days. Um, the, you know, like, I was brought up <laughs> where, like, you know, you would pick a girl up on a date, you know, uh, you know, take her out, you know, kiss at the end of the night, and then, you know, you know, you might sleep together after three days or something like that. Like that was 
you know, the, the status quo. So these days, I mean, people are giving it out on the first date and saying, but they want a long-term relationship. And it just seems like people are really confused about what they actually want. You know, and well, let me, I get, let me ask you this, Will. Let me ask you this first. Are you on yeah. the? T- are you on Tinder? Where? What are you on? I have honestly, I've used all the apps at one What's, point or another. When you're on the apps, what age range are you? Are you looking at here? Um, I have done. I want to say thirty to forty-four, or maybe okay. forty-five even. So, I mean, I would. I wouldn't mind dating someone one or two years older than me. That's fine. It's not a big deal with my age. Okay. No. All right. All right. Um, and so you're, you're, hmm. And so your feeling is there's a lot of shallowness. How many people have you actually like, were you able to actually go on dates with anybody? Oh yeah. I've dated quite a few, um, probably at least eight. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. You went on eight dates between uh, now and when you got divorced. Yeah, I've dated probably eight of them. You know, what, why, was, there, was there a common theme as to why th- 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 none of those worked out for you? Um, basically, like what I've been seeing is 
people are out there saying, oh, they want to meet their partner, you know, they want to, they want, you know, their soulmate, they want the long-term relationship. And then you, um, you know, you're, you're telling them, okay, well, you want the same things, so we're on the same page, right? Spend a week or two talking to these people, finding out everything about them, they find everything about you. It's exhausting. And then you meet up, and then you go on several dates, and then they're just like, well, you know, uh, you know, maybe I don't want to be in a relationship right now. So you're like, what was that all about? Like, why did I just waste all this time and energy? And, it, and I'm telling you, it's happened over and over and over and over again. But I did meet, unfortunately, one girl that I fell in love with. Um, and unfortunately, she's a textbook narcissist. Now, what um, makes you say that? Uh, okay, well, this isn't just a girl. And she's my own age, by the way. She isn't just somebody that takes a lot of selfies and is like, oh, I look so pretty. She's not bad looking, but, you know, it's it's a little overboard, you know. Okay. Um, but um, what makes me say that is she seems to keep a lot of secrets, is never completely forthcoming, you know, and I've asked her straight up, would you be my girlfriend? She'll be like, yes. But then come to find out, well, she's still talking to a lot of people on the side and keeping things secret. And then, you know, um, out of nowhere, she'll do a breakup and be like, well, I'm going to step away for a while. You know, maybe we'll meet up again. And you're like, wait, well, let me, you know, let me and ask then, you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. And do this is a whole thing. And if you don't want to get into it, we totally don't have to. But like. Yeah. Why? What do you think was the cause of your divorce? Um, the cause of my divorce, honestly, was we both married each other too young, and did not did not um, sow oats, you know, so to speak, and um, I don't regret it. We had an amazing child, you know, from that marriage and accomplished a lot. But, you know, just time definitely revealed, you know, that we were not um, compatible, you know, in, in several ways. And um, I think that was just honestly definitely the cause of it is just being married too young, too early uh, and not having you know, really gone out there and seen what's out there. Well, it's, it's and interesting so, to me that you say that. Cause that, there, that is a totally, a th how old were you when you got married? Uh, we started seeing each other when I was 22. We got married at 24. Okay. So 20 years of marriage. That's, that's pretty, that's a, that's a solid run. That's a good run. It's a solid run. Oh, that's yeah. a real good oh, run. Yeah. That's a real solid run. Um, but now you're back out there and you're like, you, you're like, oh yeah, dating, so, dating, by the way, I, you know, I, it sucks for everybody. It sucks for guys. It sucks for girls. It sucks. If you're young, it sucks. If you're mm -hmm. older, actually, that's not true. If you are, no, if you're actually, if you're young and really, really attractive, it's probably, <laughs> but I wouldn't know. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, it sucks out there. So, what about, uh, what's going on in the rest of your life, the professional life? Let's talk about that. Let's get a, let's get a well-rounded picture of you. Um, okay, so, uh, so basically I've been doing IT work for a while now, like a really long time. Um, I decided, you know what, you know, I'm getting old, it's getting competitive, um, it just isn't fun keeping up, you know, with all the changes in society and everything else. You know, just it's just nonstop being beaten over the head, you know, when you work in IT. Um, and uh, so I did a stint in graphic design, which is, you know, what I would like to do more of because, you know, I have a whole artistic side. But um, I had a really shitty boss, so I had to go back into IT the pandemic happened, and uh, I lost my job because apparently the company was going to lose money, but it turns out they actually made more money in the end. But regardless of that, I ended up getting a, the job I'm at now, and basically I'm a call center supervisor right now, manager, supervisor, whatever you want to call it, um, and it sucks. Mm. Did what does anything give you, the bills, uh, did, does anything give you happiness in life right now oh yeah definitely I mean my kid I have a really amazing kid he's 10 going 11 um, I get joy from making art um, and yeah I mean those times I'm with my narcissistic you know uh partner <laughs> you know i'm i'm happy because we have a we go out we have a great time but it's just you know it's uh these kind of people have different personalities you know and then the next day she can be a completely different person when you say you're i'm sorry you're part I'm, I'm sorry if i'm confused but when you say your narcissistic partner are you talking about your ex-wife or the person you're with right now the the girl i'm dating right now okay can I say something to you? So you're still yeah. dating this. This is the yeah. person who you said who you fell in love with, who you said was going to be your girlfriend. That, or is this a different person? Well, it's it's an on and off relationship. Yeah, okay. but yes, currently we are dating. Currently we're dating again. Okay. Um, just like can just this yeah. person that you're currently dating, who you're referring to as a narcissist, are they making your life? Are they in in general? In general, are they making your life better or worse? Mm, currently worse. Okay. Um. I mean, look, bro. Uh, it's it's, I, it's just it's just suspicion and stress, you I, know. Yeah. And that's and it's just part it's part of the whole game yeah. that they do. And it's just you know I've accepted it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Why have you Why have you accepted it? Just because I know that that's part of her personality it's part of her you know uh psyche that's it's something that she is going to do and continue to behave this way and it's not something that she can change about herself i don't think because she she needs the attention you know um and she will justify it 
by Will is, saying, Will, oh, I don't is like this, my... I'm going to... I'm, I'm gonna... Will, is this, a, is this a sex thing? Is it like... Is it like I'm afraid of not being able to have sex and being alone, and so I'm going to be with this person who is making me unhappy because I'd rather do that than be alone and sexless? Uh... That could be part, like a small part of it. That could definitely be. But okay, I genuinely, this, that's I genuinely what I have affection. Okay, and that leads into it too. I don't know why I, I said sex, but the sex and affection thing. Because like, dude, I guess I don't. If you're, you, you don't want to be actively referring to the person that you are dating as a narcissist. That's that. I don't think that's good. And I, and you don't even need me to tell you any of that shit. You already know that. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you have things in your life that are making you happy, like your kid and art and whatnot. But I, 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 would, I, I hate for you to settle just because you don't want to go back out there. You settle with somebody who you really mm-hmm. don't like because that's just going to make your life what that's going to your life's going to be way worse being with somebody who you refer to as a narcissist than being alone mm-hmm. and jacking off. Jacking off, you know what? I'm going to say it, Will. I'm going to say it, and I know you know it, and I know the people out there know it. I'm going to say it so that everyone can hear me pretty loudly. I'm going to say what the people won't say. Being alone and jacking off is kind of awesome. Okay. I feel like the ripples of that is going out into the universe right now. The ripples but. of that are indeed going out in the universe right now. That's what that moment of silence was. Um, <laughs> well, Will, what's the future look like for you? I believe my art is actually pretty good now. And I plan to pivot and doing more of, you know, the things I, that I want to do, you know, because I've spent these 44 years pretty much pleasing everybody else. And I think it's, you know, it's time to, to do some self-love and start doing some of the things that, you know, I kick ass at. Good, man. Good. It seems like, um... Seems like you're you actually have like really you know solid pockets of your life that are keeping you well afloat. You know, I'm glad you have a great relationship with your kid. I'm glad you feel confident in yourself. I feel like that's the most important thing. What do you make art? What do you make art about? Um, all different kinds of things. So, um, I've been doing a couple landscapes. I'm starting to do some more like pop art, and um. Yeah, I think I'm going to do uh, a new painting pretty soon. I'm thinking any... maybe like an Edgar. Hmm? Do you have an art Instagram that you want to share? You don't have to if you don't want to. Uh, I have one I actually started not too long ago. It's uh, sure. It's will.the.artist with an underscore. Wow, I'm surprised that wasn't taken. Even with the underscores and dots and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm going to go to it right now. What is it again? Thanks for that. 
will dot the dot artist with an underscore. Artist and an underscore. Okay, let's check this out. Oh, all right. We there. We go. We got your. We got your first and last name. That's out there. Okay. That's yeah, okay. Is that cool with you? I can bleep it out if 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 it's not. That's uh, fine. Okay. I like this. This looks pretty cool. Was that who's that? Is that David? Am I? I'm, I'm going to sound like an idiot. That's not David. Who's that with the guitar? Yeah, it's uh, Martin Gore. Nice man. Who's this girl? Thank you. Uh, that is a girl I dated. She looks cool. And then this is uh, floor plans to a Walmart. What is this? <laughs> Uh, it's basically uh, a role-playing, uh, like, map, architectural map. You know what, Will? You got a good life. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Hmm. Is there, well, thanks for talking to me about all this stuff, man. I'm glad. Um, uh, do, you, do you have a real therapist that you talk to about these things? Uh, unfortunately, no. I just kind of do the stoic male thing and just kind of like this is life you know could be worse i do i I do the stoic male thing and i talk to a guy in a gecko suit about it instead yes (laughs) as one does yeah um well thanks for calling will and uh good luck to you in the future man and anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go yeah uh check out alan watts he will start you on a good journey beautiful take care man thanks for calling all right all right but bye oh crap i just really he said in the in the call screening notes that he met god i didn't get to ask him about that i wonder if he met god on tinder is god a 37 year old woman on okay cupid he is you know why? Because he's all of us. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Thanks for calling, Will. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com gecko50 for 50% off. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. 
Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello? Hello? What's up? Hey, is this Gek? Uh, yeah, man, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, I'm okay. I just, it's, just wanted to come on here, you know, share some thoughts and whatnot. What kinds of thoughts and feelings would you like to share? So, uh, I've been living with my brother for about uh, a year now. And uh, we, we moved out together. He's uh, he's 24 and I'm 20. And uh, so it's just, it's been it's been okay. Like you know, we get along and everything, and it's it's everything's fine there. I pay rent, he pays rent, and all that. But it's been a, a lot of times recently. I just I feel like he's um how, how do I word this? Like he feels like I he he's trying to have authority over me. You know, mm. like he's trying to. He's just trying to be the bigger person in every situation and just, it's, it's weird. I don't, I haven't really talked about it with anyone. I don't know. I never really put it to words. I just, I saw you were streaming and I thought this would be the chance to really get it out there. So, but how it, old just, is he? it seems and like he has like, how old he, he's 24 and I'm 20. Okay. So he's trying he's to He's not like... that much older than me. All right, so you both pay equal rent on the house, but he's mm-hmm. still trying to, like, big time you. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, he it's like he took the role of our dad, like, as soon as we got out of the house. And I, it's... Is he is he reminding yeah. you of your dad? Oh, 100%. 100%. What things is he doing yeah. to, to alpha you around? That's a good way to put it, alpha me around. <laughs> but uh, he, like, so we, we have a weekly schedule of cleaning uh, where I do one week, I do stuff, and then he does the other stuff, and the next week we switch, right? There's been times where he'll, he'll, he'll tell me to, you know, do he'll he'll run down the schedule of like of what's going on and just so much like it, it, the way he talks to me is just so talking down to me and even when i do what i'm supposed to do because i get everything usually done in like half hour maybe an hour well not everything but like majority of what i'm supposed to do and he he's like there's no how do i sorry uh It's... Let me ask you. Let me ask you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, this is clearly, and I get this. There's a lot of times in arguments and shit where you you just don't have fucking concrete examples and evidence, but you have the way you feel. I get that. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, have you told your brother about this shit? Have you had a conversation with him? I've we've argued about it where like I'll tell him like he's just like our dad and he gets so pissed, but like the way he gets pissed is just like our dad. And he he gets he gets physical too, and that really that was much like our dad growing up. Yeah, he hits me. Okay, your brother's hitting you. He's hitting me. He's 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 treating he's treating me like our dad used to do. Um, my dad was an old school. He grew he was fifty when I was born. He, he grew up old school in the in the. 70s and 80s and or whenever he grew up but he grew up he that's how he he wouldn't talk our dad wouldn't talk much about how he grew up but you know that whole thing where you kind of when you grow up and have kids you you sort of have patterns with when how you were raised yeah so matthew you heard, um, heard that all right so yeah. so what you're what you're getting at here is that your dad would fucking hit you and hit your brother, and now you're mm-hmm. and now you're living with your brother, and now your brother's hitting you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you guys are you guys are adults. You're twenty and twenty four. Or or full on adults, full jobs and shit. Okay. Like I I work as a plumber. I've been I've been doing it two years now. Like it's a shitty job. Ha, mm-hmm. funny, but uh, but it it pays the bills. It pays my half. And I like your I like your way of um, bringing levity into the situation with a joke. Yeah, uh, I I try to you know, it could be worse. I I, I, uh, I it could be w- way worse. But all right, Matthew, uh, how long have you been living with your brother for? Living with him for what is it? It's uh, what month? It's July, so that'd be. A year and four months now. A year and four months. A year months. and four months. Okay, so it's been a year and four months. And how like many, we, we the, tried oh, moving out. He, he moved out the second he hit graduation. He moved yeah. out and did his whatever he did. And so, so how I, long, how I many times the over the thing. course? How many times over the course of that year and four months does did he was he hitting you? It didn't. In the beginning, it was fine. Like, like the first, I'd say, like six months, it was like okay. You know, we'd get into arguments. Brothers do that all the time. We'd always, we're not like the closest brothers in the world, but mm-hmm. but you Matthew, know, we, Matthew, we got along and Matthew. Yeah, yeah. How many times in the year and a half, in the the year and four months, did he hit you? I'd say at least like once to twice a week. Once to twice a week. A week, yeah. There maybe there'd be a week where he didn't. Maybe there'd be weeks where it'd be more. But yeah. all right, Matthew. Yeah. Um, hmm. And you haven't told you. I'm, I'm I'm the first one you're telling about this. I've told my cat. <laughs> okay, Matt. But, uh, well, I want to yeah. let me say a few things. One, Matthew, you seem like a real nice, real sweet dude. And I'm really, really I'm, I'm, I feel bad because you had to, it sounds like you had to go through this fucking twice because, like, it sounds like your dad was not fucking 
super awesome. And then it was like, finally, you're 18. You can get out of the house. And then now you're living with a mini version of your dad. And like, bro, I don't know. I feel bad for your brother, too, because like, I'm sure he, you know, is hurting as well. But like at 24 years old, you got to You got to you got to work out what the fuck is going on with you and not be taken out on your little brother because you seem like a nice guy. So, um, yeah. And you don't deserve. And also, you you're you're twenty. You're making your own money. You you should be allowed. You 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 deserve to be able to live in a safe, chill place where you're not dealing with your brother being an asshole. So um, yeah. I mean, there's lots of things here that I'm thinking about. I appreciate that, man. That means uh, that means a lot. So let's well, let's we'll, we'll let's start with Gecko Solutions, and then. Uh, uh, I will yeah, refer yeah, yeah. you, and then I'll refer you out to other uh, uh, solutions. But are you are you on a lease yeah, with I, this guy? Are, I, you, are you are you are you on a lease? Are you on a lease with him? No, the the house is in fully in his property. Oh wait, it's so fully it's, in his name too. It's in his name, so he he owns it. It's in his name. He's letting me stay and pay half. Is he? So he bought it, and you're helping him pay the mortgage. Yeah, did he buy it or was it like a family? I'm not thing? too good at the house stuff. It's just it's it's a wait what did 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 he buy it or did your dad give it to them? Our, it's in our dad's name, but then oh. now it's been moved to his name. Our dad passed away two years ago as well oh, when um, I was uh, just graduating. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Um, so your dad, it's, that's, that's what I was thinking. So your dad passed away and then gave the house to your mm-hmm. brother and. And in the will, he gave it specifically to your brother? Yes. Have you ever... Dude, I, I'm... Did you, have you ever had, like, a lawyer help you out with this kind of shit? With the... With the I have not. I have not looked into lawyers. Okay. Um, but uh, this conversation is starting to think that I need one. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I've, I've I never think, been I, bro. I think, I think about, here's the thing. Uh, I'm down. I'm I'm totally I'm totally down to uh, talk with you for a little bit more about this. But you absolutely should go talk to a lawyer because your bro. I don't. Your brother could be doing some kind of like shady shit where like maybe your dad actually left both of because if your dad left you shit and your brother is just like if he's alphaing you around the house and hitting you and shit, you know it. It, mm-hmm. I, it wouldn't. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be beyond me that he's you know, taking ownership over this house that, you know, a percentage of could rightfully belong to you when you just didn't have the resources to figure that shit out. And I feel for you. I know that getting a lawyer is a whole expensive thing. Um, all right. Yeah. So you pay, you and pay. Money is like, you know, plumbing and, and, and pay are you, you're that. paying, are you paying rent to your brother? Yes. I'm paying to help out the mortgage and it's, uh, also, like power and whatnot, and none of it is in and your name. I pay. None that that I know of, none of it is in my name. But right. like, I, I obviously I wasn't going to be here forever. I just thought for the meantime. But it's been you know a year and six months now. So where do you work? Four months. What's your what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your what's your job? What's your job? Uh, plumbing. Uh, we go around. You know, people call in. You know, having trouble with leaks and whatnot, and. Uh, uh, oh shit! What time is it? It's eight oh six. Do you have to go um, to work right now? 
I don't have to go to work. I have dinner reservations with a friend of mine that I haven't seen in a long time. And now that I think that we've had this talk, I might bring this up with them. Yeah, you should talk to people. Uh, very I, close I have a lot of questions for you, but let's... Okay, so you, are you making decent money being a plumber? Um, it, it could be better, but like, it's not the worst. So like... Okay. I'm okay. I, I'm, I'm making it okay. All right, because like, you I, I should... Have some I, cause bro, money and I have all that. Bro, like, get the fuck out of that place first. I'm gonna your get brother out of there, sounds yeah. like he's that... just making life hell for you. And if you can afford it, go, you know, get get with a roommate or if you can afford a fucking studio or one. I don't know where you live at or what you make or any of that stuff. But, like, yeah. try to get a different housing situation. And then, like, I mean, hey, you probably have – you should talk – dude, I, can I ask you a question? Why haven't you talked to anybody besides me yeah. about this? Honestly, it's more of a pride thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I also just never had really been excusing it for a while at the same time, too. So. And after, t- and after right. talking to I gotta me. Man, I got to go. I'm, I'm going to be late here in about 15 minutes. But, you got to go? Wait, you don't, um, we can't. Ah, shit, you don't want to finish this conversation? It's okay if you got to fucking do it. I, I really want to, dude. I've been waiting here like 45 minutes, but I, I don't want to miss this dinner at the same time. All right. Well, um, but I I do want to say thank you, man. I I, I really appreciate this, and it's really okay. nice talking to you. Swallow your pride. Go talk to a lawyer. Talk to your friends. Don't don't be don't 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 feel the need to be prideful about this, man. Like you're getting you're getting fucked yeah. over, and you're a nice guy, and you don't deserve that. And so you should go talk to a lawyer and and exp- <laughs> everything you just told me. Go tell him and see what they can do for you. All right, I'll, All I'll right. do that, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat. I'm going to eat the shit out of this dinner for you, man. All right. Go eat the shit out of some dinner. Okay. Bye, Matthew. All right, dude. Have a good night. You too. Damn, that poor fucking guy. I hope he talks to... I don't know. This is some shit where, like, you know, he... I'm I'm too stupid to know what his options are in that, but almost certainly sounds like his brother is doing some shady shit with the will. Um... And even if he's not, even even if the dad was like, "I give everything to the brother," he still got he still definitely got some case against this guy if he's you know, fucking assaulting him and all that shit. So, uh, damn, I wish you could have talked for longer. I have so many more questions, but, man, I hope I, I mean if I was the first person that he talked to about this thing, I hope that it 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 inspired him to talk to other people about it because like that's the thing right sometimes you don't need because he didn't i don't even because a when he mentioned pride it was like a he's feeling prideful about it and b it's like he might not even because he's not getting feedback from other people he might not even be aware that you know things are fucked up so hopefully he talks to his friend over dinner and it gives him a better bigger um perspective on this But uh, thanks for calling, Matthew, and good luck to you. Hello, folks. It is me, Lyle. So about a month ago, I was invited to do two live shows at the Electric Forest Music Festival in Rothbury, Michigan, and it was a lot of fun. And while I was there, I did some street interviews on the festival grounds. I talked to a lot of people, and I'm ending the podcast today 
by uh, playing a little clip from those street interviews. It's an interview that I did with this girl who um, is basically like trying to figure out how to be a, a, a human being having regular conversations with other people, which is something that you know, I even struggle with a lot. I know that my whole job is having conversations with people, but that's just when I'm in a gecko costume, you know, when I'm uh, in real life and I'm at a store or something and I got to talk to someone, it's a whole different thing. But anyway, this isn't about me and I'm only recording this so that you guys aren't confused once, uh, once, once normal, non-cell phone people are talking. I hate introducing calls and interviews because... It's like, just li just listen to the thing, and it'll introduce itself. But anyway, I'll shut up and let us transport ourselves. You guys are going to like this interview. This is, I had a lot of, this was a good one. This was a good one. You should listen to it. Don't just stop listening because it's not a phone call. Sometimes you got to listen, you got to, all right, let's transport ourselves to the Electric Forest Music Festival in Rothbury, Michigan right now. What is your name? My name is Zoe. Zoe, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How is life? How's the human experience treating you? And, and, and give it to me straight, okay? You um, it's, it's difficult. Well, okay, why is it difficult? Um, I feel fundamentally different from a lot of people. Okay, how so? Um, I feel like other people just fit in a lot easier than I do. Hmm. Fit it, what does fit in even mean? I guess we accepted by like general public. You feel not accepted by the general public. Yeah. What aspects of you do you feel are not being accepted by the general public? I guess just socially, I feel like I interact a lot differently than a lot of people do. Hmm. Um, I don't know really what it is, um, but it feels. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It just, it just feels different, and it always has, and. I don't. I don't know how to articulate it. Um, do you have a lot of friends or family? I I do have a. I have a very big family, um, but I don't have very many friends. Did you come here by yourself? No, 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 no. I'm with my boyfriend and. Oh, well, he left. But I'm with my boyfriend and his friends. Mm. You feel unaccepted. Do. You, that's very sweet. Do you, Do you have a desire? to fit in or do you at this moment like yourself as you are no I, I do like myself I just wish other people liked me for who I was hmm. but it seems as though I mean your boyfriend just came seems like a sweet guy he just he came is. over gave you a kiss and he obviously likes you mm -hmm. for exactly who you are and so you have fundamental proof out there in the world that there are people out there who will accept you as you are and not only will they accept you as you are they will actually like you even more than they would, you know, anyone who might uh, traditionally fit in. They might like you for the reasons that you, so uh, some, as you say, do not fit in. Right. Which is like a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the people that I have, I'm very appreciative for. How did you meet your boyfriend? Um, we met at my work. Okay. Um, I was working at a restaurant and he came in for takeout. And really? Yeah. He thought I was cute, so he asked for my number, and I, I said sure, because he didn't seem weird. Um, mm. And that's, I went 
from there? Uh, you know, at least like I, I don't know, talking to you in this situation, I, th- nothing about you has. I mean, I've only known you for less than a minute, right? But nothing about you has struck me as uh, particularly off kilter. I'm I'm glad to hear that because <laughs> I don't feel like I am either. So it's strange to me that that I have been rejected in so many like sectors of my life. Genuine question: Do you yeah. as, have as have you ever considered that it might all be in your head? Um, I have. It might it might be. It could be. You said you've been rejected from many different sectors. Yeah. In in what senses and what ways? So like even when I was like. Um, it, it could also be that I, I moved around a lot when I was younger, so I never formed, like, a, a steady friend group, um, which I think a lot of people have. And so I, I rotated through a lot of friend groups, and I, I, I learned how people interact um, at a very young age. And not that there's anything wrong with being, like, looking out for yourself, but most people are very... I, and I don't want to. This isn't a bad thing, but most people are are looking out for themselves yes. more than they are for other people. Yes, that's true. Um, and I am the opposite. I I want everybody around me to be comfortable and to to look out. I want to look out for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I want everybody else to to be safe and to be mm-hmm. comfortable and to be happy. I, you know, it's funny you know, that that whole thing about uh, everybody's like looking out for themselves mm-hmm. and selfish. You, I, you could interpret that two different ways. Yeah. You could interpret that negatively and be yeah. like, "Oh, everyone's so selfish, and what does this world come to?" Or you could interpret it like, you know, "Oh, everybody only really cares about themselves, so I can do whatever I want." Right. It doesn't people who, who I don't, it doesn't matter if people judge me or you know reject me mm-hmm. or any of these things because I don't really matter to them. So why? Who gives a shit about them yeah, judging true. me or, you know, any of that kind of thing. That's true. And I do flip-flop between those two, like, ideas yeah. and perspectives. Yeah. Um, so, like, on days when I have... I, I tend to have a lot of negative self-talk. So on days Same. when I have that negative self-talk, it's like, oh, like, everybody's just terrible. And, like, why, why can't anybody care for me the way I would care for somebody else? Mm-hmm. And then I realize, like... If, if they don't care about me in the same way that I care about them, then it doesn't. Why am I putting myself out of that uh, like emotional energy if they don't care about it? So it's not even worth the worry and the anxiety and, and the sadness. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you? What's your dream in life? What do you ultimately hope for? My dream in life is to. Um, help other people not feel the way that I have felt. Mm. Mm. And with your friends, like the friends that you came mm-hmm. here with and your boyfriend, do you feel like you're doing that? I try to. I'm no. not a perfect person and I definitely no one make is. mistakes. No one is, yeah. Um, and um, I've, I've done a lot of work on myself to try to be the best person that I can be, not only for myself but for the people around me. Because as I improve, my relationships with everybody around me improves. Right. Um, See, that's an, it's an interesting thing you just said, right? Because you said that uh, you're you're oriented to make sure that everybody else is okay mm-hmm. to make sure. But then also, what you just said was you were like, when I focus on myself and I improve myself, it does have a positive impact on other people as well. Yeah, and 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 I've also realized, like as I go through life, that the people, like as I improve, if the people. Um, that I thought were were my friends or you know close to me, 
start to pull back a little bit, yeah. then those people weren't really there for me to begin with. Yeah. And it's hard for me to accept. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably hard for anybody to accept. But um, in, in a strange way, it does offer me a sense of comfort. Like, well, then they can go find people who, who fit better in their lives than I do. And I can find better who I can find people who fit better in my life. It seems like you have a very healthy perspective on all these things. I try to. Yeah. It took a long time to get to that point. Yeah, I have a lot of negative self-talk too. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to push it out and it, be it, stoked. It's you know? hard. It's hard to combat, um, especially like for me. I tend to like ruminate on thoughts. Yeah. And um, it's so easy to find that like one negative thing and just like right. focus on it for for days. For right, me sometimes, right, right. But know? it's in your control, right? Yeah, it's always yeah. in your control. So I fucking uh, uh, that's why I forget all the time. Yeah. So all right, for the rest of this weekend, we'll tr- you and me, we'll try to focus on the positive things. I agree. I agree. What is your name again? My name is Zoe. Zoe, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Sure. Um, I would like to say that um, I think everybody should focus um, not on themselves in like a, a selfish way, because focusing on yourself isn't inherently selfish. But um, if you see areas of your life that you you don't appreciate um, or maybe aren't working very well for you, you you can control that and you you can fix that. Um, and how you do that is up to you. But but if you don't like something, you're you can fix that. It's not a personality trait. It's not inherent to who you are um, as a human. Um, if you don't like it, change it. And eat Cool Ranch Doritos. They told me to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Have a good Thank one. Thank you so much. Hey, folks. It's Lyle again. If you enjoyed that little interview and you want to hear all of the interviews that I did at Electric Forest, you can go to youtube.com slash Lyle Forever and look for Being a Gecko at Electric Forest, or you can just find the link in the episode description. All right. Thanks. God bless you. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay.